Get ready and tune into the Doctor's Guide Podcast, raw and unfiltered, a unique platform to help you optimize your health through dynamic role-playing, real-life challenges with expert guests and your host, Dr. Bart Rademacher. I'm Dr. Bart Rademacher, and this is the Doctor's Guide Podcast, raw and unfiltered, sharing with you real stories, real experiences, nothing fabricated, so that we can support you in any kind of navigation of your own health journey. You know, whether it's your body, whether it's your mind, whether it's just your energy. Because here's the thing that I that I find. I mean, I've been in the business for about 25 years as a plastic and reconstructive surgeon. What's this guy on this podcast, right? Well, it's all about transformation for me. So if you're in a spot where you're struggling or you don't want to be struggling at all and want to be ahead of the game, being proactive, it's all about transforming some of your ideas, your beliefs, your values, and also your habits so that you can have a healthier life. I mean, why not live at least 100 years old, maybe even 150, as we know that is indeed possible, but you got to know how. And so rather than promoting, you know, a particular product or a particular person, because there are so many people out there talking about all their stuff, you know, we want to share with you a process by which you can navigate the complexity of all this information out there so that you can find your best path, your best journey to optimizing your health or your best health, no matter where you're starting, whether you're perfectly healthy now or having some other struggles, my belief is that everything is reversible. Conventional medicine is so important for us today because we are the best in the world and there's other stuff that we can be doing as well. That's why I love the fact that there are so many health coaches out there, life coaches that really can curate, educate, and then guide you in the process by which you can optimize health. We all need to be working together. And that's my mission in this world is really to find that platform, that space that we can all work together. I call it generative collaboration as we tap into that collective wisdom. And so that's why I invite these amazing guests. They've got so much insight, so much wisdom, so much experience, and so much magic to share with you. So that just listening to them, you'll find a new way to be even healthier. So how do we actually do that today? Well, it's through role play. Yes, we are going to role play. One of them is gonna present with a problem and the other one is gonna be the guide. You always want to find the right guy, right? And there's these two are amazing guys because I already know them. And so the the purpose then is we're going to do a six minute role play, you know, after they introduce themselves, and and to give you some sort of idea of what that path is, and also to create that connection with real problems because they are going to present a real problem, whether it's theirs or somebody else's. You know, no judgment there for you, but recognize you might find yourself in that problem too because that's one thing that we always do find. And so after about six minutes, some form of resolution, you'll be surprised. And then we're going to just unpack, you know, that um, part for about 10, 15 minutes. And then hopefully, and that's the plan, is to give you some sort of insight, some sort of action step that you can take right away. So we'll start off with Chris today. And thank you for your service for our country, for preserving our freedoms, something that is so precious to all of us and some of us take way too for granted but a little bit about yourself and then we'll go with Wendy and then we'll just dive into the role play. Chris. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, I'm honored to be here. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. My name's Chris Lee. Uh, I was in the army for 10 years, seven of which was in special forces, decided to do a, a complete career change and became a life coach last year. And I've been doing that full time 
since I got out and it's been, it's been quite the adventure, <laughs> a little different than jumping out of airplanes, but just as fun. <laughs> well, I really appreciate what you do. And I know as a coach, you're very structured in the process, very mission oriented. And, you know, the last show that we did together was, was spectacular. So thank you for your service and thank you for being such a phenomenal coach. And then Wendy, of course, she's amazing. All she does, I've been following her on social media, totally cool. And so share with us a little bit about you and um, and then we'll start the role play. Thank you so much for having me. This is so fun and I really appreciate it. Um, as for me, I'm a mom of three who was a teacher that homeschooled my girls and then really had somebody kind of say, don't you want to be a life coach? And I was like, well, what's that? And they said, well, it's like being a mom to adults. And I was like, oh, damn, I can do that. <laughs> and so I was already a personal trainer and a nutritionist. So I just kind of added the life coaching aspect to it and absolutely loved it. Um, my favorite part is just like when I was a teacher, seeing kids' faces light up, seeing adults' faces light up, like, oh my gosh, I got this. I can live my life. So that's my passion. I want to help people live their best life, you know, whether it be fitness, nutrition, trauma, life coaching, whatever it is, I gotcha. <laughs> Is awesome mom for adult. Never heard of that. that. Never heard of that <laughs> way, but that's perfect. All right, so let's go into the role play. Um, so Chris, you're the one presenting with the problem, and Wendy's going to guide you through a resolution. Hey, Wendy, I appreciate the you taking the time to hang out with me today. Um, a little bit about me: uh, I'm currently in the army. I'm about to get out, and I'm terrified. Uh, I. I've kind of wrapped my entire identity and purpose up in this career that I've I've dived into for the last, you know, decade. But now I'm not going to do it anymore. How do I how do I find a purpose? Like how do I figure out what my purpose is after that? Wow. Well, thank you Chris. First off, thank you for your service. That's amazing. We truly all of us civilians have what we have because of you and people like you. So thank you. Um I guess my first question would be, why did you sign up in the first place? The real answer is I wanted to pursue something where success was not guaranteed. I wanted to be able to put all of my effort into something and I still might come up short. Interesting. Not in, I'm not into participation trophies. Yes, I get that. <laughs> Those are called breathing awards. Right. <laughs> um, Okay, well, that's honorable and that's amazing. Is there a reason why you feel like you need to push yourself to a point where you don't think you can succeed? Mm, that's a good question. Um, I think some of it comes from wanting to show others that I have what it takes. So is it sense? that you're looking for validation from others? <laughs> you're going to call me out right there, aren't you? <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe, maybe a little bit. Maybe I am seeking some of that external validation with some of my pursuits. Can I go a little deeper? Is that okay? Send it. Okay. How was your relationship with your parents growing up mm. as far as validation? Uh, my, my mom died when I was really little. Uh, I don't remember much of her. Um, my dad remarried when I was like in fifth grade or so. And it was, it was stormy in the house. <laughs> there was no abuse or anything like that, but it was, um, it was tense often. And uh, to avoid some of that tension, I tried to be invisible as much as I could. 
Interesting. Well, first off, I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. That is not, especially as our, you know, when we're kids. So how old did you say that was when your parents divorced? Or your mom uh, died, but your dad remarried. How old yeah, was mom, mom died when I was six. Uh, dad remarried right around fourth or fifth grade. Okay. So that six-year-old, that six-year-old Chris, he's in there. Yeah. He's calling out. He kind of wants some validation, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. So did you know that actually you, Chris, now at 38, can actually tell that Chris at six years old that he's okay, that you made it, that you succeeded, and that he doesn't need validation from his parents anymore? Is there a how way I, that you could tell that I, to him? How do I do that? <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, we can, you, if you can take a deep breath first, just kind of relax and then take another deep breath. Do you feel anything in your body that's sort of calling out to you in any way? Maybe in my chest. Okay. Can you put your hand on your chest for me? Yeah. All right. And then. And you just kind of talk to six-year-old Chris and tell him, or if you'd let me talk to him, that would be great. Yeah. Chris, you're amazing. You're an incredible human being. And you have succeeded and triumphed over everything that life has thrown you. It is now November 15th, 2023. And you are 38 and you are an amazing man who has done incredible things. The validation that you're seeking is from yourself. How do you feel? A little lighter. A little lighter? Yeah. Is there anything that six-year-old Chris wants to say or ask or do? What am I supposed to do? That's what he's asking. What am I supposed to do? That's yeah. a great question. That's a very good question. What would he like to do? He wants to make an impact. Mm, that's honorable and awesome. Does he know how he would like to make an impact or who he would like to make an impact on? Good question. Mm. I think he wants to do it on a large scale. Large scale is big. Go big or go yeah. home, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. You got one minute left, uh, Wendy. Sorry okay, sorry. So That's we'll good. kind of speed this up. Um, so back to 38-year-old Chris. Um, Chris, what does that mean to you to hear those things come up from your six-year-old self? I like, I like what you had to say in regards that I don't have to seek through the validation from, from other people, the parents or whatever, um, that internal validation is what's most important, but I like that. I still went back to wanting to have an impact on others. You know? That's amazing. Yeah. And I think it's only normal, just so you know, it's only normal when someone loses a parent 
that they are going to seek validation or other people, you know, coming from my background, people that were abused and they need validation or people that were abandoned. We all seek our parents' validation. That's a totally normal thing. The problem is, is that when we continue to seek that validation, when we're grown, we revert back into our childlikeness sometimes. And in reality, the only validation we truly need is our, our own validation. And so we are so hard on ourselves as grownups. We constantly say we're not enough. We're not doing enough. And the world reinforces that by not paying us enough or our spouse not appreciating us or our kids not listening to us. So it just continues to reiterate to us that we're not enough. But you are enough, Chris. You've always been enough because you've been you. There's nothing you need to do or say or be or act like or look like that could possibly add to how worthy you already are just by existing. So a simple a simple thing that we can do to help ourselves is to just give ourselves acceptance. When we accomplish a little goal, because I know that you're military, so I'm sure that you never give yourself a pat on the back until the entire huge mission <laughs> is accomplished, right? How'd you guess? <laughs> <laughs> so if you could break those down into little steps, and once you've accomplished the first baby step or the first part to the mission, make sure you take a deep breath and tell yourself, that was awesome, Chris. You rocked that. It gives us a dopamine hit. It helps our nervous system slow down and calm down. And it really allows our body to get out of fight and flight, which is what we're technically in all the time because of the fast paced, stressful world. And so we don't, because we're always in fight and flight, we don't recognize that we've done something good that we've accomplished something and so we're never validating and accepting ourselves. so if you can just kind of find one thing every day at the end of the day to say i did great job on this that would be amazing thank you yeah and you and you know when you give you know a special forces guy an order he follows through right so. <laughs> yes i do i love working with military guys because they all do it's amazing <laughs> Well, that was amazing. I almost had tears to my eyes, by the way, and I'll share something in a little bit. But first with you, Chris, what was that for you? Oh, uh, that was that was good. Um, you and, know. and actually translation for listeners, <laughs> that is amazing. Not, not right. just good, those words, amazing. Right. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry yeah, to interrupt. No, no, that's that's an accurate <laughs> interpretation. Um, no, uh, kind of, yeah, going back to the little six-year-old, um, understanding what he was seeking after kind of that, that event, uh, was a good perspective. Um, cause, cause now I can move out of that, that phase of, of seeking the validation externally. Um, cause I'm not the six-year-old anymore and I don't have to act like the six-year-old. Um, so that was, that was actually a really cool perspective. I like that. Wendy, what was that for you? Um, it's always amazing to watch somebody find their younger self. Um, we're so hard on ourselves and we don't, and I'm speaking completely for myself too. <laughs> um, we don't give ourselves the credit for what we've been through and what we've accomplished. We constantly see our task ahead and we constantly revert back to those voices that tell us we aren't doing enough. And so to be able to see someone go back in time and see their younger self 
it allows them to kind of turn their eyes to, oh my gosh, if I'm speaking to a six-year-old, would I really tell him he's not doing a good job? Of course not. Of course not. So we kind of have to accept that in ourselves. So thank you once again for extreme vulnerability. And the truth is, is that it doesn't matter how tough you think you are, you know, the best place to, to find our real self is in that vulnerability and to give ourselves permission to be human, which is exactly what you demonstrated right there, Wendy and, and, and Chris allowed you to be guided. And the truth is, is that, you know, as we grow up, we're, we're downloaded all these, these programmings, these algorithms, and we don't have the maturity or this discernment to filter out the nonsense. And so at some point, our biggest fears are we're not enough. We're going to be jet rejected or not loved, which all of us, it's nonsense because our mature brain just couldn't process the craziness that was happening around us. And the truth is, is that I, I love what you just did. And, and, and thank you for that, Chris, by the way, for allowing you to go there because most um, even, um, I won't say it, but most people wouldn't, right? And I know that at one point I didn't, but finding that child within me uh, was an incredible experience. And I actually just did a, a grief process this last week with uh, a phenomenal doctor, Dr. Tennant, out of the Tennant Institute in Dallas. And, and connected there with a memory that was some trauma that gave me grief, couldn't quite figure out what it was. But I do know that I had a very, very fond memory of this um, stuffed animal, stuffed lobster that I got from, you know, Cape Cod. And it's still, I mean, very vivid in my memory. And I don't even know what happened to it. And I'm thinking, what, did I lose it? And am I feeling grief when I was maybe four years old because of that? So it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be so big that you're losing a parent. But it's so many things that happens to us. So we just have to give ourselves permission and find beautiful souls, you know, like yourself, Kristen, like Wendy, you know, to guide us to be that vulnerable. We're not doing psychoanalysis here. We're just kind of becoming more experiential because all of our memories are held holographically. And that's why Wendy put her, asked, you know, Chris to put the hand on the chest because all of our memories are stored, you know, throughout the, our bodies and all the cells and we can reconnect with them. So I'd like, I'd like to give the, the floor to both of you. Uh, what would you want to share? What do you want people to know? Hmm. Wendy, you can go first. Yeah, this time. okay. <laughs> I guess authenticity is something that our world does not promote. Mm -hmm. And I wish more people could step into their authenticity because I think in, no, I don't think, I know that once they do, they will find exactly what they're looking for. Because we're truly seeking a soul that we connect with. And the soul that we connect with the most is our own. And when we are constantly living in a place that's another reality, because we think that who we are is not enough, we are not at peace. We are not in balance with our own body. And our body is energy. And when our body is out of whack and we're getting these chronic illnesses and chronic diseases and joint pain and it's because our body is screaming at us that it's not being heard and it wants to be heard. We have all these younger selves that are screaming, hey, I need validation. I need to know, have you know that I'm alive? And we don't, we force, we push everything down because, you know, especially Chris and I, we're the generation that, you know, can handle everything, Gen Xers, we can just shove it all down. And 
it's just, I guess the challenge I'd give to anyone is if you can try and start to find who you are and find your authenticity. Um, and the step that you can take to find that authenticity is stop lying to yourself. I know that's a hard one because we, especially people pleasers, oh my gosh, but take little steps. And when you find yourself lying to yourself, be like, nope, I'm not lying on this one. I, and especially, sorry, this is going, I'm going long. Sorry. No, 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 this is good. Females. Keep it up, keep it up. Okay. Yeah. Especially as females, I think we really do a really huge disservice to our girls raising them because we, we tell them to be yes, women and religion does a terrible job of this too. Please men. And I know that I can say this cause I've said it out. I'm very vulnerable on this because I want people to know this happens, but it causes girls to get raped. And I've been in that situation because we think we have to please everybody. And instead of pleasing ourselves, we please society, we please men, we please, because we don't think we can say no. So everybody, if you can just take that one step of being honest to yourself, one one honesty at a time and make the world a better place. And, and this is why I want this platform to go because it's having these kinds of conversations that you're not really hearing anywhere else. And, and it's really becoming raw. And, and the truth of the matter is it's we live in a very confusing world because in your in that particular instance, you're getting two completely op opposing stories from people that you think you can trust. So who do you believe? You know, ultimately, you have to check in with your own intuition and understand, OK, are these people being authentic? I mean, do I feel that in my heart or am I trying to accomplish a facade or a mission or belonging with somewhere else and well, so therefore I'm going to behave in this manner. I mean, it's one thing to have a mission with a very specific outcome and a very specific purpose because it's going to serve the world you know, and serve others first, not yourself. But when it's just self-serving, then you're probably on the wrong track and, and you're not listening to the right people. So I I thank you for that, you know, vulnerable share. And we need to have much more of this kind of conversation. I'm certainly going to bring you back on this one. Um, Chris, your words, your thoughts, what do you want to add? Yeah, I think, um, I think vulnerability is, is where the, all the healing takes place. Um, I mean, for, for years, uh, I would, I would hide behind dark humor to, to keep that pain at arm's, arm's length. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and it's, it's been kind of recently that that dealing with, with some of that work on a, on a deeper level and allowing myself to stop laughing at horrible things and uh and and to actually feel the pain a little bit um that's that's where that that vulnerability and that's where that healing has been taking place in, in my own life uh, and so it's it's difficult you know um but i think the the key is surrounding yourself with the kind of people that can handle it um some something I say often is real friends stab you in the face. Uh, and what I mean by that is like, they, they are okay with standing in your fire and saying, Hey, you need to tighten this up or you are not meeting the standard you've set for yourself. But that also means that those kind of people are also the kind of people that are, are able to sit and grieve with you when you're hurting and, and not make it about themselves and celebrate the victories when you do experience those. So the, the key to, in my opinion, the key to real vulnerability is, is ensuring that the people that you surround yourself with are able to handle it. 
Yeah, and I think that's that's the hard part too, because we also want to belong. We also want to be safe, you know. And so it's it's sometimes easier to know the devil, or it's, it's the devil you know versus the devil that you don't. Right. And so people stay in these these environments and these spaces because it's comfortable, even though it's painful. But you're absolutely right. I mean, your best friend, and this is what I was teaching at the Tony Robbins event recently is that your best friend are the ones that hold you to a higher standard because they know you're capable of it. They're not jealous of you. They're not fearful of you. And they get excited with your success. And, and I, that's my thing. I mean, I get I get teary-eyed when I see other people succeed. And that just reminds me of our potential and actually reminds me that I'm still playing too small, right? So I want to have a big impact just like you do, Chris. And I know Wendy does as well. Um, and wherever that comes from, it doesn't matter. The fact of the matter is, if it's genuine and it's serving the greater good for others, um, you know, that's awesome. And I think we can all do that. And if we want to model, just look at those people out there that are genuinely, you know, that they're genuinely doing great things for others. And just to keep on that track, what you're going to do is probably a lot smaller or maybe bigger. Who knows? It doesn't matter. Nobody's keeping score. The fact of the matter is, if you can change somebody's life in a positive manner, you know, that's what's exciting. And I do all these things, you know, pretty much all pro bono and all these other things that I do, changing people's lives. You know, that's what's a lot of fun because we can. So um, we're going to wrap it up with you, Chris. Um, how do people get a hold of you and your final comment? Yeah, I'm on social media. So TikTok and Instagram. My Instagram handle is coach underscore Chris dot Lee. I'd love to chat with you there if you want to check out some of my stuff. Final thoughts. Uh, I think uh, I think we've all kind of mentioned it, the, the vulnerability, the authenticity. That's that's where real growth happens. If you want to if you want to heal, if you want to make big impact, it, it begins with self and ensuring that you are acknowledging some of the pain that you've gone through and not keeping it at arm's length um, just because it's painful, but rather acknowledging it, healing from it, moving forward uh, and ensuring that you're being authentic and, and being true to oneself to, to ensure that you can have that impact uh, moving forward. And, and I love that too, because, you know, you know, sometimes for some people or maybe everyone, it, it's scary to be different. It's scared to be yourself. It's scared to be authentic. But at the other side of that fear is your freedom. And then there won't be any regrets. And um, and it's exciting out there. And it feels really good. And people will feel that too. Wendy. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Wendy Lynn with two N's. Myers. M-Y-E-R-S. I should spell that. Uh, that's my coaching page. So Wendy Lynn Myers, my Facebook is Wendy Lynn and my coaching like website is phoenixrising.fitness. So any of those places you can get a hold of me, um, just DM me. Uh, let's see, closing thought. I think I'm going to go off of the same thing and just say, be that one inspiring light because a light can light a million others. And it just takes one person in a room to be authentic for other people to start seeing, oh my gosh, that's okay to be that. I'm going to start being that. So be that one. Thank you for that. And, yeah. you know, that's also part of the podcast, right? So people can see what other people are doing and that it's okay, you know, yeah. to have these problems. Uh, you're not alone. 
right? I don't think anybody has a unique problem that no one else ever has. They may think they do, but they don't. <laughs> they don't. Uh, humanity's been around a long time. So, um, but the other part is that it's okay, you know, to get some help. You know, um, I can't tell you how much help I've gotten over the years. And this is why I love to dish it out as much as I can if anybody wants to listen, because it's those nuggets, those really small nuggets that make all the difference. And I've recently joined the Sean Callagher group from I'm Blinded. And it's been a beautiful experience for me because I'm getting all these amazing insights. I mean, shoot, I, I thought I was supposed to know all these things already. But that's also why I have this podcast with all of you beautiful guests that I have because it's the wide variety of things that we get to experience. And I know you were mentioning earlier, Wendy, um, and then, you know, Chris educated us perfectly. And I forget exactly what he said, but what is it? The master of many is, is the master of one, is the master of what? What is it? No, no, what was it again? Go for it, Chris. Jack, uh, Jack of all trades, master of none is often better than a master of one. Like right. That. And that's okay too, right? As long as one thing is clear and, and we all have that, but oftentimes we need a coach to help us is what's our purpose? What's our life purpose? You know, what's going to make us happiest and having very specific outcomes. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. I am Dr. Bart Rademacher, and this is the Doctor's Guide Podcast, raw and unfiltered, bringing to you real stories, real experiences, and real triggers and if it wasn't for the triggers, we wouldn't grow. So be grateful for all those triggers out there, paint a purpose to help manifest the kind of life that you know is within you, which I learned many years ago as well. Thank you so much, and we will be back. Thank you for listening to The Doctor's Guide, an innovative approach to help you navigate the complexities of your health journey with Dr. Bart Rademacher and his expert guests. Tune in to more insights and action steps our next episode every weekday at 6 p.m. Eastern.